I like flat bill hats, so he gave them to me. I like flat bills. I do, too. I think I went through a period of time when I was in elementary school where I was a curved bill guy, but then I quickly went flat bill. Like the Matt Campbell curved bill is too much. I don't like yeah, it. I, it's way too much. I don't know what he's trying to prove. Whoa. Some guys like to prove that they can like stick their hat bill in their back pocket. You know, they curl it. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. How about how about guy who folds the crease of the bill? <laughs> Have you seen that worse. guy? It looks even worse. Where it's like pointed. Yeah. It's like a teepee. Yeah. It looks even worse. It's terrible. You know what, though? Guys that are curved bill guys are like really adamant that it's more manly. Hmm. Because I'll see them curling it because I'm a flat bill guy. Oh, yeah. Big they'll time. curl it and they'll be they'll kind of look at me like, can't believe you flat bill guy. <laughs> kind of like grow up. And I'm always like, what are you? It's not a little kid thing. Curve bill. It's like a greaser stuck in the 70s. Jeez, buddy. Join I don't the know if those are related at all. Maybe not. So, like, I'm sitting in Tommy Pickle's seat. Tommy yeah. Trumpets, we're Does it feel him. weird? I, I kind of like being tucked away in the corner. It makes me feel like I could really generate some hot takes. I'm just over <laughs> in the corner. It's a different world over here. I miss Tommy Trumpets. Do you feel like sitting in that chair that you look like Ray Liotta? No, and Tom doesn't look like Ray Liotta either. Mm, that's sure your, that? That's your weirdest take. I think he looks like Ray Liotta. No, he looks like my friend Rocky Donatelli from college. <laughs> I'm going to find a picture of Rocky and Why send it to you. Why am I never hearing this until now? In fact, until I met Tom, we would just see him out running around because he jogs. Yeah. My wife and I would be like, oh, there's Rocky's twin. Like, he looks just like this kid, Rocky, that played baseball with me in college. The fact that you have a friend with the last name Donatelli. Is- His name is Rockwell Donatelli. That is sick. It's the best name of any human being I've ever he met. He sounds very rich. Um, I don't know that he, he was rich, but he was very cool. Yeah. So Rocky didn't in college. He had no cell phone. He had no social media. <laughs> I love it. 
He was like very mysterious. He was hard to get a hold of. He was our third baseman. He lived with our first baseman. So if you wanted Rocky, you had to call Tom. And I remember one time I was standing by Rocky by the batting cage and I go, why don't you have any social media or cell phone? And typical Rocky, very cool, very dry. He just goes, there's nothing for a grown man to do on Facebook. (laughs) Just kind of shut me down. I don't know what to say to that. Oh, I love it so much. I couldn't disagree with him. Man, that's fantastic. He works for the Twins now, by the way, the Minnesota Twins. What? Yep. I saw him at a game wearing a polo, and I go, Rocky. And he's like, hey, man. I go, you work here? He goes, yeah. And I go, you got a cell phone yet? He goes, I did get a cell phone. You saw him at a Twins game? Yeah, he works there. Man, what's he do? I have no idea. Like assistant GM? No. No. All right. I think he's in like, essentially, I think he's working his way up the ticket office. Like, I think he works on the ticket side of things. But um, I did like follow up. I'm like, did you get a cell phone? And he was like, yeah. Well, now that he has a cell phone, if the Twins ever make the World Series, we're going to have to reach out to Rocky. I'll try to see if I can pull a favorite back. Tell him Rocky, tickets. I'm bringing a- your doppelganger. His name's Tommy Trumpets, yes. and he's coming to see you. <laughs> and we're going to make you guys stand next to each other. And I'm bringing another friend who wants tickets in exchange for homegrown beef. He moves in the shadows. <laughs> All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode that is right. You're here. It's your favorite part of the week right now. You're hearing the beautiful, subtle baritones of Burke and Ped in your ear holes as you go about your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, whatever it might be. Join us for another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. I'm going to try not to make a lot of excess noises. My wife hates that when she listens back <laughs> and there's lots of noises. Out of nowhere, for like the past two weeks, I've been craving jelly beans. Okay. Nothing, you don't know what Can't triggered explain it? explain it. Is it spring? Because jelly beans are a very much an Easter candy. Very much Easter. I don't really eat them ever except in the spring, but honestly, sometimes in the spring, I don't eat them. Where do you stand on peeps? Ooh, not a huge peep guy. No, I want no part of them. Not a huge peep guy. Aren't they the candy that someone made the door joke, doorstop joke about? No, that was the circus peanuts. That was Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. The big orange circus peanuts. Some people love... I actually heard a guy on a podcast today say that Peeps were in his top five candy. Yuck. That's disgusting. Aren't they just a marshmallow? Yeah. Just a yellow, like stale marshmallow. Are they flavored based on color? Like are the pink ones kind of strawberry or or is the color irrelevant? They all just taste like marshmallow. I don't know. I think they all have the same flavor. I... Not a peep guy. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So I was at Walmart the other day, uh, looked for jelly beans. To my dismay, no jelly beans. I feel like Walmart would have jelly beans. Jelly Belly? Like you want the name brand? Yeah. And then to me, jelly beans are similar to Mike and Ike's. Am I wrong? Mm, No. I like like throwing in. I think they're similar um, consistency. Yeah. I like throwing in a good mouthful of jelly beans. I think they're. What's the word? It's not viscosity. I don't know what the word is. Coagulate? It's some sort of measurement of their solidness. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of got like a gelatin feel to them. Yeah. Hence the name jelly beans. (laughs) Uh, I didn't even think of that. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I feel like a lot of people are into jelly beans for the crazy gross flavors. Yeah. They like buying the mystery packs where you have to try to, it's like Russian roulette. It's either going to be like blue raspberry or vomit. You just have no idea. (laughs) 
I had, we, there was a teacher one time at our school that, are you brave enough to do the jelly belly challenge and just eat one blind and see what it is? Hmm. Sometimes you get lucky. And it's bubble Sounds gum. like it'd be fun to me. Like maybe we should do it on the pod. Mm, I'm thinking so. Okay. Easter's right around the corner. <clears throat> Can I give a shout out to somebody? Shout it. My buddy, Big E, Jared. Nice. Jared. I thought you were going to say Big E, the WWE wrestler. No, Jared Elson, a.k.a. Big E. Uh, or Easy E, as I called him. Okay. He is a loyal listener. Love it. Loves the pod. I love our listeners. Jared lives in Scotty Town, a.k.a. Wisconsin. Woo! Eh. He well, loves. Wait, that's Canada. He loves ice fishing. I think he likes being outdoors and biking, but he also taught me how to bean scoop. So I'm forever grateful to Big E. What? You don't know what bean scoop is? No. Bean scoop alley-oop? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that jared would do it to me during pickup basketball it's <laughs> i'm gonna try to describe this to okay. the listener in a way it's not I'm so excited. weird uh you walk up to your buddy another male okay yeah and you just gently flick the the nip up and you say bean scoop and then you flick it down and say alley-oop what? <laughs> i've never and heard it was, of this. are you serious it's so funny when he would do it and then if he did it with two hands it was bean scoop double alley-oop <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but he would do it to me during pickup basketball and stuff, or he'd come up to me. We t- used to teach at the same school, and uh, if I was standing in the hallway, he'd, he'd sometimes come up, try to bean scoop. Uh, That's fantastic. I'm doing that now. <laughs> but shout out Jared Elson. Super funny dude. Had alien arms as a kid. <laughs> the pictures of Jared as a child were hilarious because he was a kid that could like tie his shoes without bending over Yeah, because he had super long alien arms. And uh, he showed me some pictures once, and it was pretty funny. He's really <laughs> grown into his arms, though. I'm proud of him. It's all proportional now. You have shared uh, you've shared some information that he's passed along about his thoughts on some podcast episodes, and it was quite funny. He's Team Tommy Trumpets in the trumpet battle between Tom and Elizabeth. Yep, he's Team Tommy. But then he, what was he out on Tom? Uh, it was a food take of Tom's. The Blizzard, I think. No, there was something Jared was just disgusted with Tom's take. Yeah, he said cancel tom filling a cup with ice all the way to the top and then (laughs) putting the pop in yeah he said tom's canceled so (laughs) we are coming off the maybe all-time worst sports weekend in the history of iowa yeah collegiate athletics it's been bad outside of the iowa women yeah iowa women are the only team left iowa state put on one of the worst games in the history of the world uh the first round against pittsburgh Iowa did what that Iowa was a, does. That was a rock fight. Ooh, it was bad. Yeah. Iowa did what they do. They got down by double figures, fought back at the end to no avail. Drake women had had a chance. I mean, Drake women were a 12 seed, so like expected them to lose, but they had a chance to pull the upset. Didn't. Weren't the Drake men in the tournament? Drake men were also in the tournament, blew a lead. I think they were up eight with like five minutes to go. Blew it. Okay. Uh, you and I women lose in the women's NIT. Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee. Oh, my gosh. Just ripped my heart out. Heartbreaker all for him. It. Heartbreaker for yep. him. Iowa State women lost. The Spencer Lee one was, phew, was probably the hardest for me. I love Iowa wrestling. I mean, all my friends were shocked. Like, by I was with some friends who like were like, I don't understand. I've been watching Iowa wrestling on IPTV since I was like five. Remember when I just came at you that night? On, yes. On, okay, so the Spencer Lee loss re- really broke my heart. This this text exchange that we're going to talk about was probably the most tenuous point of our friendship. I was angry. Tom texted me separately and said... Oh, did he really? Yeah, he texted me separately. He's like, Burke's just choosing violence. I love it. 
Because <laughs> it was out of, it was uncharacteristic for me. But sometimes I get riled up, and I was just like, I, I think I think what pissed you off is I went at your fandom. It's a conversation that all friends have. Yeah. Basically, I went at I went at Tom's fandom. Tom, excuse me, Ped. I went at Ped's fandom because I didn't think he was that big of a Hawkeye fan. Oh yes, die hard. But I don't have a lot of empirical evidence to show that. You just say you are. Do I need to talk about it more? You need to talk about it more. Okay, I will. Okay, so Iowa wrestling, I might like as much or more than Iowa basketball. That's okay. no joke. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a test. Okay, finish the name. Okay, Lincoln. McElravey. Okay, so you're you're not oh, yeah. a noob. I bet I could name over a hundred Iowa wrestlers. Really? That's anyway, impressive. Anyway. You, you should talk about it more. Because my assistant baseball coach, Kyle Dupik, is the most hardcore Hawkeye fan I know. Yeah. The guy like DVRs every basketball, football game. He watches them in their entirety. He's on the Iowa message boards. He's in the Iowa group text. He's Yeah, he is. He is locked in. So that night at throwing, when I was talking about Iowa losing, Dupe was very much like Yep, it's exactly who they they are, who we thought we were, they were, and uh, super disappointed, but also not surprised at all. Just just took it well. I bring it up to you, <laughs> and you like acted like the sky was falling, and I was like, "All right, there's no way you're a bigger Hawkeye fan than Dupe, and he is not handling this as pe- poorly as I you might are. not be bigger, but I just some people handle it better. You are just an emotional guy. I am. I get riled up at the losses and the wins, and I am not a college sports guy. <laughs> So then I start digging at that little, I start sticking my finger in that little wound. And I was like, yeah. what did I say to you? I go, I don't understand. You didn't even go to Iowa. Yeah. This is like being distraught that Urbandale got knocked out of the high school yeah. playoffs. You I didn't ab- go there. I, I about Reggie Roby punted my phone. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do you care so much about a college you did not attend? I don't know. It's probably, I mean, there's a ton of people that cheer for colleges that didn't go to. And it's I, probably I, just where you grew up. And I don't really understand it. To be honest with you. There's so probably make, tons make of Iowa, and Iowa State fans that didn't go there. I think it's just growing up with in a Midwest small a small town in a state with not a lot to do. Like sports is your thing. You identify with a team and a sport and it happens to be And I totally in did a too. State you take pride in and it just how I, it goes. I did as well. I was a Braves fan, a Broncos fan, and a Supersonics fan. But I never gravitated towards college because I didn't I go know. to those colleges. I like yeah, I like well, I like the Twins the most of all my teams, but I like college. Okay, I like you like college. the Twins more than the Hawkeyes. Yes, I am on record. No, Listen Adam, to this. that is not possible. You barely Bert, ever talk about the Twins. Well, first of all, I don't get to watch any of their games because of <laughs> stupid Bally Sports. That, by the way, filed for bankruptcy. You are such a mysterious sports fan. I am on record on this podcast saying, and I got a lot of backlash, I said that I would take a decade of Iowa football and basketball winning no games for a decade if I got to watch a Twins World Series win. Twins I, are my favorite sports team, hands down. <laughs> love them. Love baseball. You guys favorite, talk about them more. Favorite sport, but I just get to watch Iowa. You never even wear a Twins hat. I, I actually wore one over the weekend in Des Moines. Well, wear them <laughs> around me more. I should. Is, it the, is it the M or the TC? Uh, I think it's a TC or over is there it with the Paul? state of the Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. I Ooh. I love the Twins. I think it's because you identify with the state. And then pro teams, obviously, there's no pro teams here, so you just choose one. Here's Okay, this is a hot take that I know is going to be wildly unpopular. <laughs> this is why I don't understand. It's not that you shouldn't root for Iowa and Iowa State. I don't understand being like a diehard fan of those schools, like where you live and die with them. They are never going to come through for you. Mm. Like, I can say with... Put that hope in. Near 
near 100% certainty, you will never see the Iowa Hawkeyes win a national championship in basketball or football. Oh. It will not happen. Football no. has more of a chance than basketball. Actually, it probably has less. But basketball, well, it's true. March Madness. You could get on true. You could get on a heater and just win six March Madness games. I feel like if I was but the coach of a basketball team, they could make a run. You have you have lived through two Minnesota Twins world titles, and you will see another. Yeah, but Iowa didn't. That doesn't count. I was three and a half. It doesn't like matter. Did Iowa, has Iowa won any titles in your lifetime in basketball or football? Big Ten titles, yes. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> a national championship. No. You just love them so much. There's you, that hope. You root for a pro team, you have roughly a 1 in 30, 1 in 32 chance. True. The odds are like, no offense, but if you're Iowa or Iowa State fan, you are just basically shooting for a Meineke Car Care Bowl appearance. <laughs> I mean, like, what's the what's the realistic upside? Of what do you mean? It's it's the Outback Bowl. Yeah. Well, you still get excited if you end the season on a bowl it's, win. It's the Elite Eight in your wildest dreams. Yeah. Once in your life, in your but wildest it's dreams, it's fun to watch and cheer for and exciting. We should ask the sports psychologist this. No, it's not a sports psychologist. It'd be like a fan psychologist. Yeah, true. That's sports true. psychologists are more with they the, athletes. the athletes. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. That's the other part but that baffles boy, did me. We have some you good went to a D one school there. and oh, yeah. you don't root for them oh, do. over the Hawkeyes. Oh no, not when they play the Hawkeyes. <laughs> you I grew, went to that. I, I you gave up, them your money. I grew up with the Hawks. I can't go against them. The ho- I sat in Why the front row. Why did you go to the University I sat of Iowa? in the front row of the UNI student section cheering for the Hawkeyes during a basketball game once. I was the only one. You are a traitor. I was the only one, but I was all about the Hawks there. Why didn't you go to the University of Iowa? I took a visit there, and it was a lot bigger than I wanted. Then I went to UNI, and I was like, this is the size I want. Looking back, wish I would have gone to Iowa. Yeah, which is surprising because you're a people in, person. Tried to just walk on and play football and see if I could have started like as a fourth-year center. Or a punter, or a punter, long snapper, had a heck of a leg, long snapper. Did I did know how to long snap? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because basically, can you imagine being able to walk out of that tunnel in Kinnick? <laughs> what a feeling! <laughs> <laughs> so goosebumps. You went to Iowa, visited. I did. Didn't choose it. Yep. You and I welcomes you with open arms. Yeah. You and I puts up with, frankly, a lot from you <laughs> during your four years <laughs> or however long they you were sure there. Did. And yet, you have the audacity <laughs> to root for the Hawkeyes in front of you and I. Yeah, in football and basketball. So if Ali Farouk Manesh hits that shot against the Hawkeyes, you're pissed. Holy cow. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Ali Farouk Manesh hits that legendary shot against the Hawkeyes. How do you feel? My gosh. This is the greatest question ever asked. Because that might be my all-time favorite sports moment. You and I beating Kansas. That is... Okay, there's some cognitive dissonance here. I would be mixed feelings. I you think like I, the I Hawkeyes. Think, I think I would end up like being happy. You like the Hawkeyes more than the Panthers, but your number one sports fan moment is a Panther moment. <laughs> hey, I'm a confusing individual. You are a mystery wrapped in an enigma, <laughs> my friend. Man, that was an unbelievable day to watch you and I take down Kansas. Unbelievable day. Answer the question. I think ultimately I'd end up being happy because I still had a team moving forward into the tournament. With a chance to keep making noise. Sad for the Hawks, though. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm going to get a lot of... That's a great I'm going to get question. a lot of blowback about this, because I know I'm in the minority. Iowa, I've got to see Iowa a couple Rose Bowls in my life. Got stomped, but they went. Mm-hmm. But they got stomped. Christian McCaffrey wants talk about a bad draw having to go against him. Didn't you have to Jeez. go against the USC, like Carson Palmer? Or yeah. is it Matt Leinart? Carson Palmer. 
Just Didn't you guys return the opening kick us. of that? Was it an orange bowl? Sure did. House the opening kickoff. Was it CJ Jones? I was fired. Or up. Mo Brown. CJ Jones, see you later. And That's then, what they said. And then like. Lost 38-17. Yeah, just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. What are you going to do? By the way, Burke. Your boy had bebops. And your thoughts? It was phenomenal. Couple thoughts. Uh, insanely cheap. Shocked. Very, how cheap it is very affordable. not like you do, it's not like cheap don't get a lot of good food like got a lot of food easy on the wallet can't believe how cheap it was best fast food bacon i've ever had the bacon was like real bacon it was like wasn't like super thick but it was like good delicious bacon um just overall very pleased very very pleased and the Proud fries were like mcdonald's fries but crispier bigger yeah their fries are big good fries they're not steak fries yeah. They're not that I got, size. I got a double bacon ranch burger, whatever it was called, fries, and a sloppy Joe slider for nine bucks. Whoa. Cheap. Make the crispy chicken still the best. Number six, I think it is on the menu. Mm. Um, let me ask you a question. So good. I, and there is a right answer. Okay. So I'm testing you. Okay. What is the worst form of potatoes? The worst form of potatoes? Yes. I am not a big um, potato cake, the hash brown cake. You know what I'm talking about? Like the hash brown patty? Yeah, you're wrong, but... I'm not a big fan of that. It's the wedge. I mean, I like them all. The wedge is the worst. The wedge. Wait, is, that, potato like, is that like the... A potato wedge. Yeah. Is that like the triangular-shaped fry almost? But it's big. Yeah, that's the worst. Because and they get crispy on the outside, mushy on the inside. Exactly. The that's inside, the worst. The inside is the worst. not good. Yep. They're, I forgot about the just unbutton my shirt. <laughs> Whoa. They are, they are trying to do too much potato. Yeah. It's not cooking all the way through. It's yep. I really don't like potato wedges. I forgot about wedges. Yeah, that's the worst for and sure. And I feel like people go bananas on the seasoning. It's yeah. a lot of it's a heavy dusting of whatever seasoning they're using. It's yeah. too, it's just not good. Yep. What's the number one potato delivery? Oh boy, I mean, for me, it's always going to be mashed. Yes, mashed potatoes. Mashed Absolute potatoes. Best. Throw a little gravy on there. <laughs> I would say the Ooh. second worst potato delivery is the scalloped potato. Wow, I do love scalloped potatoes. <laughs> it's the second worst. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's it's potatoes are all. Once it you is get past light the wedge, years ahead of the wedge. Once you get past the wedge, it's kind of all good. But there's definitely levels. Baked potato, delicious, very high. Yeah, very delicious. Mash one. Yeah, French fry probably three for me. Yeah, boy, a baked potato with butter and sour cream. Also, I think waffle. I, I hate the waffling of potatoes. Yeah, I'm not a huge waffle fry guy. It's very similar to the wedge. Yeah, it's inconsistency in the um, the density inside the wedge or yep. the, the waffle. It's not good. <laughs> I need my waffle fries overcooked. Here's here's the other thing, the problem I have with waffle fries. Mm-hmm. It's too much potato mm-hmm. in one serving. Like, I like that I can have two French fries at a time. Oh, yeah. But the waffle fry is like, hey, do you want eight French fries at once? <laughs> like, no. The and picket I, fence and, of fries. And I don't want to dip the waffle fry, take a bite, and then like leave the other half for later, yeah. which is what you have to do unless you want to consume a quarter of right. a potato at a time. It's too much of a good thing. Potatoes yeah. are great. Potatoes waffle are fries, great. too much. Yeah. Boy. Mash one, though. Mash undefeated. Number Garlic one. mashed potatoes oh. with a My steak goodness. and some steamed broccoli. 
I'm in my happy place right now. I know. Now. Adam's, he's got a look on his face. Woo! Hey, and get me jazzed. I think up. in one of the last episodes, somebody said something about aren't they banning TikTok? It's, I think it was you said, you're thinking of that song from the Pussycat Dolls. TikTok. <laughs> That's Kesha. Huh. I was off. <laughs> I just remember I was like, what? Pussycat Dolls? Who knew we'd talk about potatoes? Dude, that was exciting. Um, well, I got one more thing here I want to bring up to you. Then we can, we're going to do a breakfast foods draft. Yes, please. And then end with our usual, the 90s quick hitter. I heard this today discussed on a podcast. This this podcast, these people oh, made this, this up. This is like Inception. This, this is, is Podception. This is discussing baby. a pod on a pod. Yeah. And so I don't feel like I'm stealing their work because I just wanted to get your opinion on this. I thought this was hilarious. Are you changing it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is verbatim what do they we need said. To cite the source. Ryan Rosillo podcast. Oh, love Rosillo. Love Rosillo. Did you know so his much. twin brother lives in Aurelia? I did. Big. I'm a huge Galvi fan. Uh, overall, I give him a nine point four out of ten. Why? Solid guy. No, I'm giving him. No a 10. one's perfect. <laughs> so this was a bracket. It was just a Sweet Sixteen bracket they bought up, and it was a bracket of worst type of guys. Oh, so there's four different regions. Please tell me, like, hates college sports guy is not <laughs> high on that list. Not high, though. But so the first region they listed was the I can't believe we're still friends with him region. The number one seed in this region was the lies about stuff that no one our age lies about anymore guy. Such as? I don't know. Just if you told lies as like a 24 year old that you're still telling now at 38, is it, like. Is it like lying about, like, for instance. Maybe lying about, like, an making an excuse an why you can't, Or making up an excuse why you can't hang out with someone. Like, we're, we're almost 40. Let's just be honest with each other. Just say you don't feel like coming out. Yeah. Don't it's be not like. Hard. Oh, I got, uh, I got a thing. I got dinner with my grandma. Like, dude, <laughs> you lost all your grandmas 15 years ago. We know that's a lie. <laughs> Uh, the number two seed in the can't believe we're still friends with them region was still defense Kyrie Irving guy. Oh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving is indefensible. He's a nutbag. He's uh, what's uh, sorry. I'm thinking of a Wayne's world quote. Oh, it's when uh, Dell. I think it's Dell Paxton's his name in Wayne's world too. Yeah. He goes off on a rant and just, he's completely bonkers and he goes, does anybody have any questions? And Garth raises his hand and goes, uh, when did you become a total nut bar? <laughs> and my daughter Kennedy and I think thought that was like the funniest line of the whole movie. <laughs> I love that. Oh, uh, the three seed in uh, the this region is the loves to tell you bad news guy. Oh, everyone's got that friend who can't wait to be the one to share hey, bad news. I'm sure you heard. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, jeez. I know a guy like that. That. I know a guy that maybe he shows up later on this list. He's like <coughs> loves to give you. He presents everything as if it's a juicy tidbit and it's really not. Mm. So I know this guy that this is how he'll start conversations with you. I'm sure you heard about what the Iowa legislature just did. <laughs> and you know, and you're like, in for one. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, boy. And he tell you. And then next time you see him, he'll go, well, don't need to tell you about it. I'm sure you've already heard and are pretty upset. And you're like. About what? Like, <laughs> I just always feel like, go ahead, tell me. Yep. What's what's the big thing that apparently you think I'm going to be mad about when I haven't even heard that it exists? That's funny. 
Uh, yeah, when, whenever I'm listing all of these, I'm thinking of people in my head. Mm-hmm. And the four seed in the can't believe we're still friends with him region doesn't want you to ask out the girl that he's afraid to ask out guy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Doesn't want you to do it, but he won't do it himself. Terrible friend. Man oh, up or get off the pot. I would say the cousin of that guy is tells you he's cool with it, but secretly he's mad. Oh, like, good hey, call. Hey, I, this happened to me when I was in high school one time. I liked this girl. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe my buddy liked her, but I wasn't sure. So I asked him one day, I go, hey, I'm, would you be upset if I asked her out? Like, And he's like, no, 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 I don't care. Be cool. I don't. doesn't matter to me. I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So I went out with her and dated her for a long time. Come to find out, he was super mad about it the whole time. Felt like I had swooped in. Be held, honest with me, pal. Held it against me. Come on. So that's a cousin of that guy. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good call right there. Does each region have four? Each region has four. Okay. Uh, the next region is the watched the big short economic expert region guy. <laughs> okay. I'm going to. So on my lunch break today. Yes. I. Th- this is so funny. You brought this up. Okay. I did not. You know, you're going to do this. <laughs> I Googled the plot of the big short today. For real? Yes. This and is here's, amazing. Here's why. Deutsche Bank. Something's going on with Deutsche Bank today. Yeah. Deutsche Bank is trending, and I'm like, okay, what's this? Click on it, and people are like, Deutsche Bank stock tumbles 10%, something about credit default swaps, and I'm like, what? And so then I Google credit default swaps. I'm like, (laughs) what is a credit default swap? I'm reading answers. It makes no sense to me, but in in the response, it says... Uh, this was a major plot line of the big short in 2000, whatever. So then I Googled, what was the big short plot line? <laughs> and I read from like IMDB, like four paragraphs. And I'm still not sure what that movie was about, even though I've seen it in person. <laughs> I still don't totally understand what happened. Something huh. about subprime mortgages. Um, I still don't totally know what a credit default swap is. Same. I could sit here and tell you intelligently that what happened in the big short was some guys bet against the housing market. I don't know what that means, hmm. but I, but I'm correct I in saying think I that they bet against it. the housing market. Yeah. I think I actually, is it about the 2008? Housing uh, yeah. Crowd? yeah from, okay. from what I gathered, I have seen it. Yep. They bet financially <clears throat> that something would happen that had never happened before because yep. they could read the tea leaves and see that a, that a crisis was coming. Yep. Can I break down in the nuts and bolts of that crisis? No, I cannot. Yep. I've and, seen it, though, now that you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. So I, I hope I'm not being that guy. I'm openly admitting no. that I don't know. But I think it's funny that today I Googled the plot of the big short, not knowing timing, you were going to bring that up. Life's timing. I tell you what. Serendipitous. All right. In this, the watch the big short ep- economic expert region, the one seed wants you to lose bets and stocks. But he himself also will never bet or invest. Oh, he just doesn't want to see you do well. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't like... That's like if I... In my insecurity <coughs> of not understanding how all that stuff works, I'm pissed that you actually get it. So yeah. I want to see you fail. Yep. All right. The number two... By seat. the way, I did put all my money in Beanie Babies. Who, buddy? I think they're coming back. And I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank. Man. I invested in the... Uh, the, be- the bear that has the little Elvis costume with the sequins. <laughs> yes. And then there was like a denim seahorse. You are going to be so rich. I know. I'm I super pumped. I'm, I did. I'm excited I diversified. You. I did put 10% in snap bracelets. <laughs> oh, man. Now that's how you Five. diversify a, port- a portfolio. 5% in pogs. Mm. Hey, everything. History does repeat itself. So, yep. so you're banking on it. Mm-hmm. The two seed. 
uh, is the doesn't have money for anything guy. <laughs> like, like he's not poor. He just yeah, says this, he so can't afford everything. This is not aimed at people who Aren't. don't have money or are poor. This is aimed at like the every time ever you've like gone to the movies or out to eat with a friend, they just don't seem to have money on them for some reason. And oh, so it's you, always forgetting the wallet yeah, guy. So like, so like when you're like 40, 50 years old, you're like, roll your eyes, give them 10 bucks. But when you're 20, it's like annoying. We're all poor together. Hey, this, I'm never this guy, but this is who I am lately. Look at that wad of cash. I'm never this guy. Cashola. Usually I'm a card only guy, but I'm getting used to being a cash guy. I do like carrying cash. It is nice to have cash every now and then. Uh, I thought this was also the, maybe I'm wrong. I thought this was the guy who was like, basically he's just kind of really tight. Doesn't yeah. want to spend money. Like, come on, we don't need popcorn at the movies. Like oh, we just, just, just go to guy. the movies. Like he has money on him. He just doesn't want to spend it. Yeah. And then he wants you to not have fun with him. Yeah. Whereas like if I go to the movies, I'm buying the popcorn. I'm buying the pop. I yeah. don't care that they're overcharging me. Yep. It's part of the experience. 100%. I, I, I'm fine with it. Would mm-hmm. I like them to charge less? Of course. Yeah. But will, will I, will I avoid buying popcorn on principle? No, <laughs> no, never. Cause I want to enjoy the movie. I don't want to go. Well, the movie was good. It could have been better if I'd have had a snack. But yeah. but I showed them. Yeah. No, you cut your nose off despite your face, you goofball. <laughs> the three seed uh, is the ultimate zag guy or the anti brands guy. Oh, he's the, like, this is like a hipster. Yeah, the friend who's going to keep around like the flip phone and tell you why you're dumb for having an iPhone. Or- but but he relishes pulling the flip phone out in front of people. Oh yes, it's his thing. He wants you to. Yeah, or like. Bro, why are you buying those Nikes when you can get this knockoff shoe for $32? Maybe I just want Jordan's, bud. So calm down. Yeah. Also, some things are better and they cost more, yes. but they last longer. Yes. You're paying for the the quality of the product. Sometimes I wish that I could have a phone that couldn't do very much. Or just when I was telling you about Rocky that had no phone, I briefly imagined like, what if I didn't have a cell phone? Yeah. I just don't think I could be effective in my career. It's amazing how many times I have to communicate with people. Yeah. But to have a job where people would just go, that's Burke, man. You can't reach him. You're just going to have to wait till tomorrow. Like kind of sick. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. It would be. Plus it was always so fun to like get off the phone with someone and actually close that baby. Oh, just snap it shut. Yeah, Snap that baby shut. Hey, let me ask you this question. Classic. Let's say you are a teenager today. Okay. In 2023. Mm-hmm. Would you have social media if i'm a teenager right now yes oh for sure okay i'd like to think so yeah i'm kind of a social media person i would not that'd be cool here's why there's a mysteriousness true so imagine okay let's just let's get out of the if you're a teenager now let's go to you right now because you are a single guy oh yeah if you met a lady right now same age as you 35 36 very good looking Mm mm-hmm Super cool. And somebody told you she doesn't have social media. Only way you can get a hold of her is if you have her number and you can text her. Is she more or less attractive to you? Oh, more. A hundred percent. hundred percent more. And it's not a it's not a girl thing. I think the girls would say the same thing. If you're yeah. like, that guy's not on social media. I, I think it conveys that you just Priorities. have you have so much you have so much cool stuff going on, you don't have time. Yeah. Now the downside is maybe it's harder to meet people if you don't have social media. I don't know that world right now. But my point is, if you met a woman and someone was like, and you're like, hey, like I can't find her anywhere. She's not on there, man. Yeah. 
you only get to talk to her if she gives you her number. I think I think your interest level goes through the roof. Yeah. Because now you're going, that is a very um, prestigious inner circle she keeps that, that get to get to communicate with her. Yeah, you're spot on. Very much more attractive. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I'll meet one someday. I never know. But you're definitely not getting off social media. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, next question. Yes. You win a billion dollars in the lottery. You don't need money anymore. You don't need to parlay this podcast right. into a career. Um, do you have social media? Probably not. I the, think the I think I take my becomes, money and I disappear. The podcast then, I think I'd still like to get her hang out with friends and just talk about random things. But then it just becomes for fun. If it does well, whatever. I think if I were in your shoes and I had a billion dollars, I would hire somebody to be my social media team. You can have social media. You run the pod page. Yeah. I'm going to sit and record it, but yeah. I'm not going to be on social media. 100%. Yeah. I think I would take my billion dollars. And when I say disappear, I don't mean like people like you and Tom would never see me. <laughs> I would probably leave social media. Yeah. And I would just enjoy my money and be like, only the people that really know me and have my number can talk to me. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not interested in being harassed online. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Next next guy. Uh, the number four seed in this region is the realtor that always says it's the right time to buy. <laughs> that realtor. There's never, ever a bad oh, time. This is, now a, this is, is the a right buddy. time. Yep. Yeah. That realtor. It's always the right time to buy. Well, that's because they always need a commission. Yep. Right? All Would right. You, I mean, obviously, when interest rates are through the absolute roof, it's maybe not the best time to buy. No, right now is a bad time to buy great time to sell great time to sell but then like bad time to buy do you ever dream about just like living in a tiny house i it's a thought that's crossed my mind a it time or two in the past me. year it's super impractical i have four kids i just want to do it for like six months do it and then i wish i could just walk back into my life now mm-hmm. but i want i want six months on a tiny house and just see what i think in the past year or so the thought has crossed my mind that i could I uh, build a house on some of our land, but just build like a 700 square foot. House. Yes. A small super one, efficient, super efficient, tiny and if affordable, cheap. And then, but leave it as a layout that if I meet someone who either has kids or we start a family and the family grows, I can put on an addition. Then, then you got two incomes down the road. You're making more money. Hopefully you can add on an addition, but just for now, start small. All right. The next region is the I have a Switch guy. I have a Switch? Switch, as in... Like Nintendo Switch? At, no, as in like that friend who comes up and is like, hey, like, if things go down here, like I got a Switch blade. It's all good. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to win a fight, but hey, if it, if it goes down here, I got you. I don't even know this guy. All right. Well, in this region... I don't hang out with people who like carry weapons <laughs> in this region the one seed in the i have a switch region the number oh, one that's seed. A, this is a new region this is a new region oh i thought that was a guy no this is a new okay. region and the number one seed is the selfish gym guy okay the guy who's gonna go put his stuff on three different machines try to hog it get mad at you if you go use the machine even though he hasn't used it in 15 minutes doesn't do the rotation with everyone like gym etiquette says this is why i don't work out hmm. <laughs> People don't. People, usually, I just if if a guy's not using a machine, if they're going back and forth pretty quickly, I'll leave it alone. But if what? someone's not using a machine and I want to use it, and it's been a while, I'm going to hop on there and do it. And if they get mad at me, I'm going to just say, "Hey, this is how it works." How about this? Why do you even need machines? What what happened to calisthenics? You know what? You're not wrong. Why, Push ups and sit ups. Why can't people just do calisthenics? Jumping jacks. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Planks. Let's bring it back. It worked for the some, cavemen. Let's do some knee highs, some yeah. butt kickers. <laughs> it worked for the cavemen. Some uh, some karaoke's. <laughs> karaoke's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, it hasn't been so long since I've done karaoke. I think everybody just got too big for their britches. Yeah. It's about it's about getting back to our roots. It's about getting back to our ancestors. It's about calisthenics. You know who did karaoke's growing up? Bo Jackson. Worked it, out for him. Yeah, I would say that's probably the reason he was a two two sports star. <laughs> Uh, the number two seed in the I have a switch region is the drunk too quick guy. Okay. Yeah. If it involves being drunk, I don't enjoy hanging out with this person. Yep. That one person that just gets too excited too quick. Uh, the three seed is uh, if I. You moved on from that very quickly. Yeah. No care. <laughs> uh, the the three seed in this region is the if it wasn't for an injury guy. Don't you think hanging out with drunk people is a lot like babysitting a toddler? They can't talk super well. They don't. They lose their balance easy. Yeah, it goes you, too far. Sometimes you feel responsible if you don't keep an eye on them, and yeah. something happens. This is why, like, roll them over if they puke. Well, if people start getting a little, little uh, loose with the uh, the alcohol, I usually deuce out for the night. Yeah, because I have been stuck taking care of a drunk person, and it is a horrible experience. Yes, it's no fun. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and it is a lot like uh, taking care of a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the three seed, if it wasn't for an injury guy, that person, ah, if it wasn't for that injury, man, like a Tennessee like wanted me for football, been. but if it wasn't for that injury or you see some big guy on the street, you look like you played football. Yeah, man. Alabama, Georgia, they were interested by this one little nagging knee thing. They just said they didn't want me. Coach would have put me in the fourth quarter. We'd have gone to state. Yep. That guy. Yeah. And the four seed is the, you know, I'm kind of a similar version of that guy, the injury guy. Here's yeah. why. Okay. My um my band recorded an album when I was 19. Mm-hmm. We had so my buddy was we recorded in his basement all summer. Slept on his couch that night, woke up with a terrible cold. I already have a very average singing voice, but now it was like worse. Yeah. So we did Red Bull, Flaming Hot Cheetos. We were just trying to like <laughs> clear my sinuses out some way somehow. And to this day, if you listen to that album, people are like, music's good. Singing's it's, it's, you know, you can tell it. And I just go, I know it's not good. We missed our big break, but, but it's like the injury thing. I'm like, listen, I had a cold. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't a big break. We were never going to be rock stars, but I'm frustrated that like, listen, I'm not a great singer. I'm better than that though. Yeah. Guess what? What? 20 year reunion album for what? Do it. You and your band (laughs) in a few years. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. I don't even know where our bass player is. Like, I'll play I, drums. I literally don't know where our bass player is. All right. The last well. time I saw him, I, oh, the last time I heard, I think he was in South Dakota. Okay. D- does anybody even remember the songs anymore? Does anybody even have their instruments? Well, you're going to have to. That's we, a good call. All right. Well, you'll always have that album. <laughs> where four, I sang with a cold. Yeah. The four seed in this region, the I have a switch region is the tells you what they would have done in the same situation. Guy. Oh, this guy. If I was in your situation, this is what I would have done. Ugh, can't stand him. And it's like, and you weren't in my situation, and you won't be. Yeah. But it's easy to armchair quarterback yeah, this thing. exactly. All right. And the final region is the pays for Twitter blue with 26 followers guy. That's this, that's this region. The one seat in this region is the believes everything... And repeats what he saw online, guy. 
Uh, this is the do your own research guy. Yeah. It's like by own research, you mean you looked at your phone when you were sitting on the toilet? That's yep. your own research that yep. you did? And then in casual conversation, will act like they're super like knowledgeable on something, but are just repeating everything. They oh, heard. you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast? TV. You're an expert now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the two seed in this region is the has to have the last word or be a story topper guy. I think I've been guilty of this at times, but it's not. Haven't because, we all? It's not because I want to top your story. It's like, hey, I have a related story. If it's better, I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Let's say, depending on the story, that topic doesn't come up very often. This yeah. is my one chance to tell the story. Probably. True. I think it takes a lot of self-control to sit there and not not be a story one-upper or yeah. contribute your own story. You have to like consciously tell yourself, "I'm, I have a story that relates." I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Let people have their moment. The three seed here is the, I hope she sees this tweet guy. <laughs> Elaborate. I think it's like uh, you, you tweet something out seeming super compassionate, super like inclusive and or loving it's, and or kind. It's your Facebook status. Yeah. It's, and yeah. you're like, all right, she's going to see this and be like, Oh, here's that guy is so cool. Here's, here's a big thing that this guy does. Okay. Single guy. Yep. Picture with the niece or nephew. Yes. You're clearly trying to show available women. I am husband material. Yep. Look how good I am with kids. Yep. A hundred percent. Or picture with a dog, maybe. Um, Some, I think women are starting to think, though, that's corny. The dog? The dog photo. I don't know. I Just think a lot home, of people like dogs. I think, I think taking the picture with the niece and nephew and being like, I love this guy. Or... <laughs> I saw one the other day. I don't know who it was. It was a picture with like their nephew and it was like a really little kid. And it was like literally my best friend. And I was like, you're like an adult. Why, why is your six year old nephew, your best friend? Like what? I don't understand this, but they, uh, I mean, at the heart of it, they were trying to say, look how good I am with kids. I mean, yeah. that's what they were trying to say. I, uh, I do love my niece and nephew a lot. I uh, wouldn't call him my best friend. <laughs> But uh, I test my nephew has the same birthday as me and my sister and her husband have got him like a certain kind of phone where you can just text. So like he can text them if like he's done with the school thing yeah, and they can like pick a, him up like a gab phone. Yeah. And uh, a jitterbug. my sister gives me <laughs> she gives me the number. So on his birthday, I could text him and I sent him this message about how I love that I got to hang out with him the weekend before. And like I just have so much fun with him when I'm together and I'm. Super pumped that I get to share a birthday with him. And he replies, same. That's it. Just says same. Nine years old. <laughs> Just same. <laughs> it's funny. Me and my nephew, both of our birthdays are the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I also hung out with my nephew a ton, like more than you did, actually. And uh, he texted me back, like, same, same, like afterward, yeah. like same twice. And it was when we were like on a trip to go like see the Black Hills together. And- yeah. We actually saw the Black Hills and the Rocky Mountains on the trip that I took with my nephew, I think. So he's oh, literally my best man. friend. And the, uh, <laughs> the number four seed in this region is the argues with celebrities online guy. <laughs> and then the celebrity claps back and they go like, I'm just kidding. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they, they like back down really quickly. Have you ever argued with a celebrity online? No, usually when I'm interacting online with someone who's a celebrity, I usually just like their post or I try to say something really clever and funny in the comments. I never go at celebrities. Once in a while, 
I've tweeted hoping a celebrity would see it. And when I say celebrity, I mean Chipper Jones, professional athlete, favorite baseball player of all time. <laughs> and he did like the tweet. And that made me feel good. I would. I, it seems weird to me to tag a celebrity like with their actual handle and say something critical of them. Oh, yeah. That seems really weird. Yeah. I uh, I had a conversation back and forth with Scott Van Pelt once on Twitter. Really? After uh, SVP. Some, something about college basketball. He happened to... Re- he said something. I replied, and then he like replied to what I said, and I was like, "Whoa!" So then I replied back, and like we had like four or five different exchanges. I was how, like, "Oh, that's kind of neat." How much honesty can you handle? I can have a lot of honesty. <laughs> you do the celebrity, please notice me tweet to a lot of other podcasts. Do I? Yeah. Oh, like under my podcast name, you only tweet from the podcast. Yeah, I know. I was about ready to bring that up. I actually reply. To stuff with the podcast account, hoping someone else will see it and be like, oh, that's clever. I'll check out that podcast. Sometimes you tweet things from the podcast account where I want to text you and be like, you shouldn't tweet that because I'm on the pod and I don't even <laughs> agree with what you're saying. Hmm. I'll try to be better. Sometimes you get political and I'm always like, hey, some of us are in under the umbrella of Backroads and Bonfires <laughs> and we don't agree with you politically on everything. I don't want to switch back and forth. Between I know why you personal. do it because it's a pain in the butt to switch back I'll try and forth. To, I'll try to be better. But I guess. sometimes I'll read a tweet and I'll go, okay, that's an Adam opinion. That's not really a Backroads and Bonfires opinion. My bad. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's your pot. I let <laughs> you do what you want. But it's never been something I'm like... I'm offended. I can handle that honestly. It's never been something totally like I'm like really upset about it yeah but if you ever did cross a line i'd be like hey man can you not tweet that stuff from the podcast hey buddy why don't we go ahead and hit the old delete button on that tweet there <laughs> that's a pretty extreme stance that you're tweeting out from a from the podcast that we are members there of. has there has been times where i've liked something or said something and then like been like mm, better not and undone it yeah i'll try to be better yeah, it's just like I need. I need to keep it more lighthearted and funny and goofy. A hundred percent. Yeah, I've actually I've wanted to have this conversation with you. Sometimes I want to tell you like, <laughs> you need to cast a wide net, <laughs> and some of the things you like and tweet are like not. What's the word? They're they're very specific stance one way or the other. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just grow. We want people from the right or the left to listen to this pod. <laughs> should I, speaking of this region, should I pay for Twitter Blue so my comments no. can be at the top of all the comments now? No, because they're getting rid of the legacy Twitter check marks. And like, I saw that. That's th- right. Somebody, so Twitter Blue is going to be pointless now. Well, somebody pointed out the only people that will be Twitter Blue are people with like 20 followers. And it, Twitter Blue will become almost a scarlet letter of like people who desperately want to be important it's really dumb that they're getting rid of that in my opinion because a meteorologist friend of mine tweeted about it yesterday and he's he's verified has i don't know well there's gonna be a lot of people that look verified yeah they can give out bad info yeah and he was saying like it's important that for meteorologists when we're sharing information about tornadoes or bad weather coming that people look to our information some joe schmo now is going to be on here just saying whatever and people are going to be listening to him it's going to be dangerous yeah, could be. Anyway, well, that was fun. That's the that's the bad guy roster. I'm, we're not going to go through and pick our final four champion and all that. I just thought it was funny. I I enjoyed it. Yeah should I, should we do the breakfast foods draft or just get in the nineties and call it? I think I think the breakfast food draft. If we can get Tommy Trumpets back on, that would be fun. That'd be pretty good. Because right. I have some <clears throat> I have some uh, some interesting takes on uh, syrup foods. What I like syrup. 
and foods that right. syrup goes on. But I have some takes about that that I, I feel like you got to let me clear out. Just clear out and let me cook for a little bit. And I don't know that we have the time for all that. Right. I, 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 want, I, I just have this feeling I'm not going to agree with all of them. But do I you, might. Do you want this podcast to be more political? No. I want it to be funny. Do you want people from only a certain part of the political spectrum to listen? No. I want whatever gets us to 100,000 listeners. Yeah, there we go. That's, whatever it takes. That's why when I see the, some of the likes and like your political viewpoints are fine. But I, sometimes I'm like, but we're not a political podcast. So why is he liking political takes? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not liberal or conservative. I like to be very mysterious about where I lie on these things. It's good that we have this talk. Yeah. Now it's, I can be more attentive in the future. Just if you're going to like so much Clay Travis stuff, just like a few Hillary Clinton tweets. Just balance it out is what I'm saying. Just balance it out. Hillary Rodham. <laughs> a little Cory Booker in there once in a while. Just tip the scale back. <laughs> oh, shoot. Can you imagine what people would think if all of a sudden just a lot of Hillary Clinton likes start coming for you? People, like, you're going to get texts like, Adam, are you okay? <laughs> Were you hacked? Yeah. <laughs> All right, this 90s quick hitter, and then we can bounce. The other day, I purchased and watched the movie Blank Check. Oh, oh, I have thoughts on this. <laughs> A classic movie. So my observ- my first observation is that they made that million dollars seem like a billion, like he was Jeff Bezos. He spins it really fast. Yeah, he goes out of control. He buys, I took notes here. He, first of all, he buys a giant brick mansion, and people are like, okay, what? it's a mansion. Brick is more expensive. What do you think that house costs in, in 1990s money? I mean, that house in 1990s money had to have been over a million alone. No. All right. Think, of the, think of the neighborhood. He lived in a suburb, right? Yeah. I think that's a four to $500,000 house. Okay. Well, in true. 1990s money. True. Yeah. So he buys this brick mansion. So right away... <clears throat> There's half your money. He's, ha- he's half gone after yeah. you're paying the realtor. You're yeah. paying all that stuff. Okay. Puts in a three-story water slide. That's at least, what, seven grand? Probably back then. Probably seven to ten. So he's at five, 507. Uh, Conservatively. Pu- puts in an entire go-kart track. Okay, that's at least. With the go-karts and everything. With go-karts? Yeah, so we're talking. Briggs and Stratton ain't cheap. I don't know. That's another ten. I feel like it's more than that. Way more 15. than that. Fifteen. I was thinking like 50, but maybe I'm 50? off. 50? How big is the track? I don't know. Is it indoor? No, it was an outdoor track. Oh, okay. Well, um, 30? I don't know. 30, Who knows? 30, 30 seems like. Buys all sorts of inflatables. Okay. Like what? just puts up giant bouncy houses and all these random inflate, like five or six of them all over the place. Okay. Bouncy house in 1990s money. He's probably out another four grand. All right. Uh, goes on a mega shopping spree. All sorts of clothes, crazy shoes. Uh, did, this, he get, did he get any Doc Martens? <laughs> Those were spendy back in the day. I would say the shopping spree, what, five? Yeah. And then he buys a high-tech security system with an insane control center that has like 15 TVs. That's all, 30 grand minimum, All sorts right? of wild controls, yeah. Especially if you have it professionally installed. Oh, 100%. <laughs> doesn't he have a video? Oh gosh. Doesn't he have a really... Apologies to the listeners. Doesn't he have a really elaborate video game chair and like a wall of TVs? Yeah. So then he puts in, I have it here, massive gaming system on a 20 by 20 screen, just a wall of TVs, unbelievable chair that goes up and down. He has virtual reality, all sorts of crazy games. That's another 20. Yeah. Uh, Buys a ton of new furniture. Just goes ham on furniture. Furniture is expensive. Just furnishing that house is probably another hundred. Oh, easy. 
uh, has an arcade slash like man cave full of neon signs and all sorts of arcade games and That's random things to do. 40. Yep. Puts in a batting cage. Pitching machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, pitching machine Honestly, in the batting that's, cage. That's probably four grand. And then hires a personal driver uh, on retainer. Yeah, on retainer. And I mean, I don't know I, the utility. Does he own the limo? Out of control. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know for sure. And doesn't Mister McIntosh throw a huge party? Massive party. Caterers, where everyone's yeah, caterers. Everyone's super excited to finally meet him. They don't know that it's just this kid. I mean, it's, I just feel like he spent more like five million, but I could be wrong. Do you understand what's problematic about that movie? Because there's a controversy about it now. Please, please share. Okay, first off, the woman in that movie is a smoke show. Oh, oh, and she like she kisses kisses. That when I watched it, I was like, "Whoa!" That's the controversy now. Yeah, when you watch it now, like in the '90s, for whatever reason, what was the deal? I don't know. It didn't. It didn't trip a lot of alarms in the 90s when she did that. She kisses him. That's totally inappropriate. Now you see it, and you're like, "That is an adult woman." Kissing a child on the mouth. Yeah. What is and happening? Plus, she like just goes out to dinner with him and like flirts and runs to the fountains. That's weird. It's like never been kissed. It's a problematic so weird. movie. Yeah. I heard though that in the on Disney Plus they cut the kiss out. It's oh, edited really? out, which is good. Yeah. It's it's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest, though, in the '90s when you and I were that kid's age and we watched it, we didn't think anything of it. We just no. thought like, good for him. Yeah. But now that you're an adult, you're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. That, the, that cannot happen. I remember verbally, like, I forgot about it. And then when I saw it, like, like a week ago, like I, went, I went, what? <laughs> Were you alone? I was just sitting <laughs> on my couch here. You're alone I was like, she's just... like 35, kissing a 10-year-old. I know. It's messed <laughs> up. It's really messed up. <sighs> It's crazy movie. It's one of those you can't even believe it. It made it through. Yeah. What were the yeah, the focus group didn't didn't pick up on <laughs> yeah. that. The fact that the kid walks into the bank and this banker just sees a little kid and goes, "Oh, genius. That crook is getting a little kid to come collect his million and just gives him a million dollars." There you, there's some stuff with that movie you have to suspend disbelief. <laughs> yeah, completely. Which is most movies. <laughs> uh the fact that he just takes this old computer from the 90s and has all the technology to insert this paper and make a check for a million dollars out is just wild. Doesn't he call himself Mr. McIntosh because of the computer? Yeah, because they call him. He calls the bank to open an account or to say he wants to do something. They need a name, and he looks over and sees McIntosh on the computer, and he's Mr. McIntosh. Doesn't have to provide a, S- a social security number? No. Just open the account, million dollars, bing, bang, boom. Life was easy back then, apparently. I guess. But that was a fun movie as a kid because you, you would sort of imagine what you would do in that situation Yep. with that million dollars. Man. Did he go to school in that movie? I guarantee you I'm not. Yeah, because he got picked on. Did the movie by, mostly uh, take place over summer, I guess? Yeah, because then it's never back in school at all after that. Yeah. I tell you what, if I win a million dollars back then, I'm not buying land. I'm probably going to go blow it. I'm probably <laughs> going to be like, Dad, let's buy the twins with a million dollars. Anyway. A million dollars is not going to get you the twins. Nope. That was fun. It was fun to take a trip down memory lane. I was just like, man, I want to see blank check. And so I found it on Amazon Prime for like five bucks and bought it or rented it. Next whatever time it was. we should talk about Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen. Oh, good movie. Wakatepe. Great movie. All right. Hot, hot. Well, that was an episode of the Backroads and Bonfires I said podcast. Hot, hot. Well, I got to do this. <laughs> okay. Um, I encourage all of you to go to the social medias, go to Facebook, search for Backroads and Bonfires. I share all of our shorts from these podcast episodes on there. And you can listen uh, 
to those laughs. And it gives you a little taste of what you can hear in the full-length episodes. So you should check those out. Uh, you should also check out my TikTok, at official Adam Pedersen, where I also share the shorts, plus a few other funny things here and there. Uh, let's see here. Instagram, I'm on. Just search for Backroads and Bonfires on Instagram. And, uh, yep, that's pretty much it. Spotify, Apple. Uh, now the podcast can be found on iHeartRadio app as well as Amazon Music and a few others. Got that taken care of the other day. So pretty much everywhere you get your podcast, you can listen. And um, just I would love for you guys to subscribe. If you subscribe, it means that there's a better chance for us to get noticed in the algorithm, for it to blow up, for us to do more content, more fun things, maybe some contests, giveaways, who knows. But I don't want you to think, oh, another dumb guy asking us to subscribe. Uh, There's reason why you should. And it's going to lead to great things. So do that. Check it out. Check out my YouTube, Adam Pedersen. All sorts of fun stuff happening. And uh Guess we'll catch you next time on the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Hot, hot.